0: Welcome back, bad movie lovers, to the worst movie of the year, a City podcast. With me for the first time, actually, we have a repeat of last week's guests minus one person. So I am Bob, and I'm here joined with Kim, hello, and Tony. Bonjour, mes amis. That's a little easier <laughs> to intro than saying introduce yourselves and having that that, that weird pause. <laughs> that awkward I, yeah. like
1: wait, Genius. we're not sitting around the table. What do we do?
0: Uh we are missing Cody unfortunately this week. He's uh he's not feeling well, so he's under the weather. I don't know if the movie destroyed him or uh <laughs> or what. Um and uh this week we are talking uh about glitter, uh the, the Mariah Carey film Pleasant and one. Now I do uh one of the, you know, for last week's episode I did say we were watching Daddy day camp Day Daycare.
1: Oh you uh, did, but, that's right. Yeah. But we
0: did uh change it up because it's dropped onto HBO the other day and I will end to rewatch it because of how this get made. Um, The you know the big movie bad movie podcast and I was like oh that probably is uh is is probably pretty low on its own year it's the second worst of the year Uh, so I am cheating a little bit (laughs) we're (laughs) jumping right over Freddy got fingered
1: I'm fine with that because there is no part of me even if that's available streaming that wants to watch that movie
0: yeah me too that was a piece of shit but we're talking about glitter instead because it's also not a good movie Um, no but
1: it's not offensive
0: yeah like that Freddy got fingered
2: was. (laughs) Shall we shall we cut to the quick? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my, you know, the first sentence I wrote, I have very minimal notes because as Kim very eloquently put off when we were off mic, um there you really don't need to take a lot of notes when discussing this movie. Um but what I did write down is a star is born for dummies. Yeah. Um star is
0: bored yeah. is on my notes. <laughs> star yeah.
2: is bored.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I
2: I just, you know, and this is the thing, I'll just tell you right now, I think you you hit the nail on the head, Kim, when you said it's inoffensive. For me, this is like, this movie is, it's harmless piffle. Um, it's kind of the cinematic equivalent of that cute little kind of older middle-aged Midwest mom with a sweatshirt that has a puffy teddy bear on it who has like a shelf full of beanie babies, you know, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, you'd be the biggest asshole in the world to call this person on their bad taste uh, or on the, on how mediocre they are because they're just, they're just not, there's no harm in it. You know, I mean, it's, it's it's very it, it, it moves fast. It's got a lot of music that will please Mariah Carey fans. It's it's basically it's it's a dish of gruel that a lot of people have a, a taste for. I would say yeah, that's what so. I'm kind
0: of surprised that, too. Because you mentioned how like it's it's not offensively bad. Like Friday Got Fingered. It's it's a bad movie, but I also it's one of those things where it seems like people might have been picking on a little lot you know with its I'd, yeah, I'd write I, down its average I'm at a critic but this is the second lowest of the year and as I noted on a couple other movies that we've talked about on this podcast is sometimes it seems like things are you know just hit, hit, they're grabbing the apple you know what's a low hanging fruit you know uh, some like emoji movie which is bad but not like the worst movie I think of that year because it's right. easy to rip on it's easy to rip on a, uh, a collection of cliches as a star vehicle that doesn't land um, yeah. it Good. I'm sorry.
1: Oh no! It 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 was a movie that, like, other than some questionable costumes, which I realize this is the '80s, <laughs> but even for the '80s, some of those costumes, I was like, nope. Yeah, let's it, make it, it's barely choice.
0: 1983. Yeah, it's something I was yeah. about. we'll get to that later.
1: <laughs> but uh, it's it's a movie where I'm like, see, I I could see having seen this when it first came out, particularly if I was like a teenager. And liking it, or or thinking it was fun, like not. I mean, the same way that the Britney Spears movie is is it's not yeah. good, but it, or
2: Spice World. Viva yeah, Spice I, World. I like but Spice World. See, Spice I, World. I, I will defend <laughs> Spice too.
1: World to the bitter end. not ex. gonna
2: get yeah not going to get on a high horse about my musical taste because I think the first two Spice Girls records are the bee's fucking knees and that movie I love, but you're right, Kim, I'm sorry. I sort of interrupted, but yeah, uh, something you would have thought of as fun when you were a teenager.
1: Yeah. And, and I mean the same way that, you know, like I fucking love center stage. Is that a great movie? No, but is it a great movie? Yeah.
0: I literally watched (laughs) that movie a few weeks ago. So I uh, love that
1: movie so much. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but like that, and Fame, and Stars yeah. Born, all these movies follow in the kind of the same same structure, and that's what we have here, just another version of that, with Mike Harry S- trying to become a star and not being particularly good at
1: it. No, and I mean so- she's not a great actor. No, and, and no. the script didn't help her because sometimes scripts can be written in such a way to help someone who's not really an actor along. This was not one of them. This was not one like Meryl Streep could have done this and she wouldn't have done a whole lot better. It is not a good script. Yeah. It's, it's cliche. It's awkward. It's clunky. Um, there's
0: a lot of narrative dead ends, a lot of side characters that don't go anywhere. I, I, there's I mean, there's a yeah, lot I, of problems in the script.
2: Yeah. I, I think if you, if you take it on a, on like just a pure structural, uh, as just like a, a, a story structure and it just overall filmic structure, which is very highfalutin talk for this fucking movie. So, um, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the thing is it, it does, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting lesson in what to do and what not to do and what you shouldn't ignore when you're putting a movie like this together. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are like, there are so many um, plot tendrils that just really, it, it, they're, they're like, attended to in the most cursory fashion possible I mean the, the the long story short you know everyone knows the basic template of this you know uh, girl rises from you know modest background becomes a huge superstar um, partially due to a uh, producer musician guy who she's with and then she sort of breaks out on her own and there's tension there um, but I mean there are all these things that just that you bob put it great a lot of narrative dead ends there are points where there there are things that are like done in such a cursory fashion and cut and cut off in such uh in such a like abrupt way that it's not even funny i mean there's the it's it's like it's like there's a three-hour movie somewhere not that i wouldn't want to fucking watch three hours of glitter but there's a there's a three-hour movie in there somewhere in terms of like that that amount of plot and that amount of stuff that feels like it was left on the cutter and the cutting director said that
0: there's a two and a half hour cut was his first preferred cut and then he cut down to an hour and 45 i think this was ultimately so there's that 45 yeah, minutes is. there probably has I assume it has more stuff with like the friends so they kind of come and go uh as needed or like i don't what really kept bothering me with like things that would be normally a Plot point in various cases where how many times she storms out of some place she doesn't follow through or their contracted commitment. Yeah, <laughs> like she yeah. leaves SNL real quick. She leaves that set for the uh, first video. She leaves this, and there's no fallout in her career for that.
2: Well, and not just that, but you don't really—it's the movie does nothing to articulate any of those things. You know, you, you get a cursory—she's she's walking out, and and like you said, there's no career fallout, and there's also no sense of.
0: How you know, big the, she is, or yeah, you know, like and it's Southern really Mountain Square Garden, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I really think it's really interesting watching her, uh watching Mariah Carey because I she feels to me like a replicant version of Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. I, I I really feel like that's and I and I I don't know. I mean, I, I forget if Destiny's Child was around before or after Mariah Carey first got her start, but I just, yeah, she really feels like, I mean, and that's, you know, she's she's one of those singers that has this amazing voice and this astonishing vocal range, and she's technically extremely adept at deploying it, um, but there's there's no, there's nothing behind it. There's no, yeah, there's, nothing there's no, yeah, exactly. And that comes five octaves in
1: of
0: singing and one note of acting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, interrupted and, it, but I had to say that.
1: Well, and when she's singing, you see her come to life more. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because obviously that's her comfort zone. But when she's acting, man, and it, it doesn't help that, uh, and we, we were talking about this a little bit, like the movie was 2001.
0: Yeah.
1: And it, it didn't feel like a 2001 movie to me, partially, uh, just the I, for some reason, in my mind it was older, and I'm realizing that part of that is yes, they said in the 80s, but also Mariah Carey in this movie, she's playing somebody who's supposed to be like 21 or 22, and she's obviously what 30.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know how old something she was, like that. And the project's been trying to work get off the ground for a good decade at this point. And
1: you, know? you can tell because part <laughs> of what kept distracting me is I'm like, you're acting like you're barely 20. And you're very much obviously not barely 20. And so why not adjust accordingly? Because I feel you trying to act like you're a 20-year-old when you're not. And it's yeah. you're not a good enough actor to pull it off. Oh, I know. She was 30 the when, whole... she, when
0: they made this. Yeah, so she and 40, she looks 70. like she's
1: 30. She looks good, but she looks like she's 30. She doesn't look like she's supposed to be some wide-eyed, barely – new to this, that, like I, and i love
2: that I, I, thank you i i and i love when they try to do that wardrobe wise because there's was that one key scene where uh Padme lakshmi from top chef
1: which bs <laughs> top chef i full-on lost is,
2: it when she pe- i was like i'm like oh my god yes you know and her doing the whole conceited the whole conceited bitch thing but then there, there's that scene where the three girls are you know uh Billy Frank,
0: okay, lamest
2: fucking character name on the planet. Billy Frank, fuck, that's how inspired this movie is. Billy Frank, I just want to hang out with I just the every-
0: brat and uh, and and the uh, other friend.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but um, they've got Mariah Carey in like she's she's in like that baseball cap and and the pigtails and the short shorts, and it's so transparently obvious they're trying to make her look like she's twenty, and it's like. Well, yeah, you're 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 a thirty year old woman dressed like an eighteen year
0: old. An eighteen year old from nineteen ninety five her movie takes place in nineteen eighty three. There's anything
2: wrong with that,
1: no, but but that's you know, the fastest way to age somebody too, is to make exactly, them dress. Exactly. Thank and, you. And she's, I mean, she's hot. Like she, she doesn't need to. They could have dressed her in a way that still felt young, without making it seem like she was trying to dress the age she was. Because there was. The 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 moment where they're she's like in the bikini and they're like, She's not comfortable with this. And I'm like, Yes, she is. <laughs> she's fine with it. She's not because she's not 20 and, and insecure. She's yeah. a woman who's very secure about herself and how she looks. And again, Mariah Curie is just not a good enough actress to make us think otherwise. And that's yeah, okay. She's not an actress, she's a singer.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it, and, and on that, like of, of how she feels, like, I found it weird that so much of her own emotions was told by other people in the room particularly yeah. white dj boyfriend who yeah. apparently is a major dj or apparently are things <laughs> the best yeah, dj was... in the world of spin magazine
1: he's like uh... the yeah <laughs> the, like the the cover and i was like really, uh, really? <laughs> is that a
0: thing? this guy's the the, the best yeah. dude, not terrence howard
2: <laughs> well i this is what's interesting to me is i i don't know how much i Max Beasley, uh, I saw the Tom Jones BBC series that he was in and I thought he was quite charming in it. That was, this is a long time ago. Oh yeah, that was a good,
1: yeah. I liked that. That yeah. was really and great. I,
2: when I first saw it, I thought, and and from there on in, I thought, this guy's going to be like, I, he feels to me sort of like a, um, like a like a junior league version of Ewan McGregor. I There's had that in my notes too. Buddy, McGregor. Um, but what's really weird is, and what's really actually very interesting is this guy is like a classically trained musician. He He's like a major. He yeah. he started a jazz ensemble 20 some years ago. He was a guest pianist for uh, James Brown when James Brown was performing at the Roundhouse for like some BBP, BBC show. Uh, he's performed with like, tons and tons of amazing people he's a classically trained at percussion, piano, he plays marimba, and you see him, told us
0: that. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I know, but you see all this in the movie, and it's like God, you know if there if this movie would have had a brain in its head, there's like so much interesting material uh, you know th- this guy like legitimately has talent, but this movie is so poorly written yeah you, it, it, it's just another it's just another MacGuffin in a movie that's just like piled with
1: them. And he has one moment where he's like showing somebody, he's like, no, 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 you need to play the drums like this. And I remember yeah. when I when, when the moment was first starting, I was like, oh God. And then he started playing. I was like, oh no, dude oh, knows how to play. Yeah. You'd actually know to Yeah, I expected it to be
0: one moment where like, he's just awful. And it's like, obviously I was, I was like, no, he's good with this band. He, and that's it's not a thing. Yeah, and,
1: and why didn't, instead of making him a DJ or something, why couldn't they make him a musician who collaborates with her? I don't...
0: So like, you know, the scene at the club where he, you know, puts on the tape and she's ready to sing immediately. Yeah, you know? it seemed like one of the things <laughs> is backwardsly really written. This would we all need to have her to much, do this. Yeah. so we need to have him we're to we're do this.
2: For, we're looking for too much, um, too much density and structure from this movie. Put, put that, was, uh, <laughs> that,
0: that was an odd sequence though, because he's sitting there at the club. You know, he's apparently he maybe owns this club too. I don't know. That uh, was a little
1: ambiguous. Uh, and yeah. they, they, were,
0: they give him the tape. He listens like, yeah, this isn't uh, cake. You know, cake woman, uh, and it's like, and then they, they immediately put it on. They're ready to sing, like immediately. Like they were sitting there waiting for the cue, for how long? Yeah, I guess they like listen. they like, nah, shit, puts it away, and they're like, okay, we're on stage. So <laughs> <Let's wander laughs> yeah.
1: there, there was just well and, and God, some of the dialogue, some of the actors. I don't like the actual actors, not the Mariah Carey actors, but some of the actors. <laughs> I was like, I give you so much credit for not busting a gut laughing with some of these lines it's oh, it's God, so cliche and so um like oh hmm. yeah. uh, but it i i will say again the whole time i was watching it i was like it's not good but it it's nowhere near the train wreck i thought it would be uh
0: yeah i agree you come I in agree. knowing it, it has like a 14 a metacredit because i was finally looked it up and like no.
1: <laughs> i watched so much like I if, if this movie if I had to watch this again, I'd be like, okay, like, I again, the music's fun. Uh, I enjoyed ragging on the costumes. Like, they're bad enough, I would enjoy <laughs> looking at them again and being like, my God, what were you thinking? Some weird-ass
0: and, <laughs> 80s fashion, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and Padma uh, coming on was such an utter delight. Partially, too, because, again, she's a bad actress. She is bad.
2: She's as bad an actress as the character is a singer. Exactly, like, but it,
1: it makes it almost charming.
2: Yeah, True.
1: Um there's that there's that, you know, it, it, it's it's a party movie. It's a movie that you put on when your friends are coming over to sit around and and eat pizza and drink and laugh at, but in a way that's like fun and bonding, you know. Yeah, it's like
0: it's one of those we were of every decision was off by just a little bit. So it doesn't yeah. quite land, but it doesn't come off like something like the room or yeah, the Freddy got fingered you mentioned earlier, which other vanity project gets <laughs> me shit. Uh <laughs> it's just not quite there like a different set of yeah. people like this is the first time I, I think the director directed one one feature film before um and mostly worked in tv uh, yeah, and so he's actually he's huge. actually it's
2: it's Vondi Curtis Hall who is a really terrific character actor. Um if yeah, you've seen the Netflix, is heard, yeah. yeah he's in Daredevil as uh uh Yurik, the the reporter in the first oh, season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a great character actor. And uh, you know, in his defense, I mean this movie moves at least, you know. It, it, it does. It, it, I was, yeah, I really I don't blame a lot of this bored. on him, but just kind of yeah, I, I, I think it was just crappily edited, and the script was hopeless. So. As it,
1: the script, more than anything else, is like, the, the directing is fine. Like, it, it moves, it does sort of have a TV feel to it. Like, there's times where I'm like, in another lifetime, this could have been a, a lifetime movie. Um, oh, yeah. It Absolutely. has that sort of almost, like, cheapness to it. Uh, it also
2: has that clipped quality, you know. That's why yeah. you get. That's why you get things like the whole, like what the whole Eric Benet's. You know,
0: I'm not even going to call it a subplot. I'm the, the, I forgot the about that subplot until right it now because it, yeah, it's five. also another thing that just vanishes. On the movie.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just like, you know, you could have done. You could have focused on any one of these things, and like maybe, and it seems like it wouldn't have taken a ginormous amount of effort to kind of zero in on the burgeoning, you know, and I'll use air quotes, relationship that sort of starts to develop between Eric Benet and um, Billy Frank. Mm. But I but they don't you know and, and it seems like it would be it, it would have been relatively simple and i also think i'm very interested in i, I don't know if, if you guys were bothered by this but i was really bothered by what a dickhead dice was
0: yeah you know? i was really bothered I, was, I was like low-key abusive yeah. for like the entire thing you know yeah yeah and and controlling
1: and, like- and also not attractive enough to be that much of a dick
0: <laughs> with leather pants that he never changes and
1: yeah and, and the DJ, open shirt for where you're just sake. like yeah. i'm and the, like, and, the, like,
2: oh and the medallion the dice necklace <sighs> yeah. oh man no, this guy's no. cool this guy's so cool he's like well you know gets back to the whole costume design thing the yeah. whole it's like oh my god just and i you know i i think terrence howard is a terrific actor i'm just sad that his mustache is too thin because he can't twirl it <laughs> like the fucking superficial <laughs> one-dimensional bad guy that he is in the movie you, you seem kind of
0: annoyed to actually kind of be there <laughs>
1: That's also just his face.
0: Yeah, true. Hey, that's it's why you, know, you get replaced by Don Cheadle <laughs> halfway through. I mean. <laughs> oh, God. Uh,
2: if only you knew what was to come. Yeah. <laughs> Terrence Art. Yeah, oh, when
0: God. Alice and I were watching, I kept making jokes about being replaced you know, by Don Cheadle during the movie.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, gee. Which he was. He was replaced by Max Beasley in Glitter. <laughs>
0: oh my god! There you go. For that million dollar thing, which line. wouldn't pay him for you know, I was like, <laughs>
1: that
0: was kind of, that was also another weird moment there where he's like, yeah, give me a million dollars for. It. He's like, okay, and we think it happens, and then he's like, oh, are you gonna give me that money?
1: Hundred thousand, yeah, sure. not a million. Hundred thousand. Hundred
0: thousand, whatever it was, yeah. And like, no, cool. We'll just let it go for a while, and like, and obviously they're making it's money. Your, so it it I don't was that know what weird line, line about
1: like, do you have food? Are you hungry? And he's like, <laughs> I do. Come to me when you're not. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is this dialogue oh, Wait, no, it does it, well because when he did it too then i was like dude you're not going to get your money now <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the album isn't out yet they're, they're putting out singles so there's no album behind it <laughs>
1: yeah it was uh, it was yeah. such a bizarre twist in the plot so i'm like hey everybody's gonna know it's you b you're getting nothing now and you're gonna go to jail. I'm, yeah. I'm missing. She's, this she's is opening a
0: master's Square garden piece. tonight. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it was so bizarre. Sorry. And, and it's one of those where you're like, what did the, the screenwriter, what, I, mm, but
0: mm. let me get all this exposition in a letter. I'm going to leave at Madison Square Garden with that rose about your mom and about Imagine our your mom <laughs> By the way, I found oh, your whole mom. Whole this is we mom. can have on our own. But I'll write oh, in a letter mom. for you,
1: it just in so, case I die. It was so weird. It was so weird. Uh, yeah, and and. I, I kept getting confused by why did it need to be set in the 80s outside of the like dance track stuff?
0: But I think that was kind of part of it. I don't know. Like, yeah, it, didn't, it could have been set in 1995 and been all right. you know? And been
1: all right. In fact, I I almost feel like it would have read better.
0: Maybe it was some way to actually kind of distance from her in some way. Like if it was in the 90s, it'd be more directly than Maya Carey's story. I don't know when her first hit was. But I think for the 90s, 90s early nineties, yeah, it was like. The
1: early but by pushing 90s, it to
0: like eighty three, maybe they can do that. I don't know, but it feels very like nineties in every way. It
1: it feels very nineties until you remind them yeah. it's the eighties, and then they're like, "Oh, that's why you're wearing that hat." Okay. Yeah,
2: that's it's the, really.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, well, and it's like a lot, an awful lot of the hairstyles are very nineties as well. You yeah, know? It's
1: like, and even it's and like the makeup just, choices. It's like when yeah, they were absolutely. doing
0: the. Uh, they're doing the overlay to It said it took place 1983 they just clicked the wrong button and no one noticed you know yeah. oh, a type of that you know should have said 93 you know because uh, there's it. literally no no reason otherwise than to take out like phones and stuff like that you know well and
2: they, and they they do that classic cliche thing of using you know tracks of that era to be like basically the one of the few major you know stamps of this is 1983 you know yeah uh with like not not the songs that she's doing but the but the songs that are although she's doing it she's doing what sounds like a cover of that Robert Palmer song I didn't yeah, need she to is, turn yeah. you on is her big hit yeah um, you know i yeah i mean who knows you know i mean i you know maybe it's cuz she's from an era maybe it's cuz she grew up in the 80s and she and she's you know still you know beholden and loves those songs i mean her first one of her early big hits sampled tom tom club's genius of love anyway you know mm-hmm. so i mean she's you know she there's 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 an underpinning of an underpinning of of 80 to like some of her stuff anyway but it just yeah i, I agree it does not need to be Set in 1983. I mean, who knows? Maybe they got a deal on the royalties for, you know, Blondie's Heart of Class and Grandmaster Flash's The <laughs> the Message and shit. Who knows? I, you know.
0: Yeah, maybe, uh, I was thinking maybe, uh, oh shoot, I, I had the reason that in my head there for a second ago. I lost it. Uh, but maybe this, you know, so they don't have to explain c- CDs aren't present yet, you know, is not, you know, even though <laughs> in this world, tapes would still be a, a big thing, well, you know,
1: particularly in the early 90s. Like, cds were still proliferate they came out in 1995,
0: 19- but they yeah, yeah but, it was until the 90s when they took over
1: yeah like the switch wasn't fully made like i had a walkman for years even though we had a cd player in the house i had a, a boom box but like i didn't get a Discman till i was uh a teenager i don't think I've just aged myself, but, um, it's
0: because people whoa, wore less bras in the eighties, right? According to movies,
1: according to movies. Yeah. And, and had a lot yeah, of, like like of my Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there were some times too, where I wanted to be like, Oh sweetie, as one busty girl to another. <laughs> Whoever whoever designed the costumes for this did not know what to do with breasts. They did not. We <laughs> flat out were just like, I not understand what these flabs of flesh are. I'm just gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna costume you like I would any woman who didn't have boobs. Because there was times where I was like, you, you're making Mariah Carey look dumpy in some of these outfits, and she yeah. is not a dumpy lady. Um, and there was a couple times they got it right, but there was one dress she wore. I just remember the way the chest was gaping out, and you saw the. Br- and I was just like, "Oh no, yeah, they no!" Yeah, it kind of slid
0: to the sides. I was like, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. I was it's like because like, I guess Prowse wasn't in 1985, which is why they needed the movie in 1983. <laughs>
1: but i'm like did you <laughs> did you hate her did did, the, did she piss off the costume designer well
0: that's why i gave that, her those granny panties during that first sex scene too
1: yeah I'm like, <laughs> Who, what did you did you sleep with the costume designers person what happened what did why did they hate you so much why did they hate you
2: Oh, dude! You know I've heard I've heard that uh, she can be somewhat difficult, but then you know any strong woman people say that. But I, I've heard that she's a bit of a prima donna. So who knows? Maybe it was the costume person's revenge.
1: I mean, there's a reason you'd never piss off the costume designer, the makeup designer, or the lighting designer because they can Amen. make you look bad. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't hair decisions. Anyway,
0: in this was weird too. Like, but it's also weird about the, sometimes with the um, with the trying to figure out the timeline is like it w- within cuts, it would change like do later the same period. Uh, yeah. where, like the camera changes from here to here. Of course, I'm being visual and an audio medium. Uh, but over here, she's wearing one thing and has her hair one way. that it cuts, and it's supposed to be sometime later. And she's wearing completely different things. But there isn't mm-hmm. really a time. of it like it's the same day, same week, same time. But they're using you know the fashion and the weird fashion, various. Different ways to to do that in a, um
1: It, it uh, was one uh, the the scene with the publicist where they're like, "What are you wearing?" and she's like, "A shirt. I just wrapped a shirt around myself." I'm like, "No human being ever. No one does that. Especially again, not a woman with tatas. She is not doing that."
0: <laughs> but <laughs> like, now they is- got to go to the music awards. That they're just on the way too because no one plans anything in this movie either. Yeah. It's like suddenly we're going to the awards <laughs> and no one's looking for her before she's about to go on live, on, on on SNL or go, about to go live at, at her giant concert. She'll show up when she decides to show no, up. No.
1: The, <laughs> the, the PA or something would be peeing themselves trying to find her. Being like where the frack is this lady? No. no maybe the
0: PR people keep care of her for some reason.
1: <laughs> her publicist, well, no... publicist yeah. was the one. Yeah. Which yeah, to be not... clear, that is accurate but
0: and there's
2: nothing and of course, you know, there's nothing I mean, they're all caricatures anyway. You know, the publicist people are just complete until the, the publicist characters feel like they should be like um a ten second sight gag that goes away. But they yeah. still but they're still there as though Occasionally, they're like, some when the sort movie of,
0: needs them to show up. When the movie yeah, needs Exactly. Them. Same thing with you like the the friends. They kind of they appear when they're needed for this scene. Mm-hmm. Other than that, yeah. they are off in their own little world and like, oh, we it's need them. Not, Come back. Talking and about
1: being sexy.
2: Ooh. And it's and what's really funny is people piss and moan about old movies, but when I think about like uh, stuff like 42nd Street from 1934 mm. and like the first couple of versions of A Star is Born, they lay this they lay this shit out. You know, they create a character, mm-hmm. the character serves a function. You can sense when a character's not going to be significant. Um, you you get actual inferences of a character's importance as the movie progresses. You get an idea of what's going on artistically, you know, mm-hmm. in, in in the head of this you know superstar that's that's been suddenly born. You get none of that in this movie. So you know, go figure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's 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 really. But you know, it's funny. I mean, we're sitting here, you know, picking at it massively, but I again i i have no ill will towards this movie you know not uh, it's the we're
0: talking first, about it because specifically first... where it landed on the metacritic more than you know yeah, finding a, a notorious badly movie you know
2: and it is curious to me because jesus christ this was the year of yes freddie got fingered and joe dirt
0: yeah i was that, looking like, at and uh, soul survivors and well valentine i kind of like but <laughs> like oh but, i like yeah.
1: valentine valentine's an underappreciated
0: and quirky romano
1: <laughs> Horky, oh, fucking Romano. that's right wow. yeah, like, there
0: are a lot of worse movies that had better ratings not by much but enough I, you know <laughs> i hmm. think that maybe
2: there's an element of uh, for somebody at least uh, that there might be an element of the fun bad to this yeah i mean Definitely. i think there i think there is an element of that um i don't think it's quite bad enough ironically, to be like really uproariously fun bad in the way that like, you know, Battlefield Earth is or whatever. Um, but I think that there's that element of fun bad. Uh, and I think Kim nailed it when she said, it's the kind of movie you put on with your friends at a pizza party and just kind of, yeah. you know,
0: yeah. laugh at you know. i sorry, I wonder at, if a lot of the trashing of this came out with, uh, for you know, we briefly mentioned it earlier, this came out, September uh 21st so in 2001 so it's it was a f- uh Glass House came out the same week as 9-11 happened and this came out the next week after that uh, oh
1: wow
0: yeah so this is a, hmm. and it came out in 11th place from its opening week and made two million dollars out of a 44 million dollar budget or 22 million dollar budget uh ultimately ending with five million ultimately uh but uh if something you know an obvious vanity project comes out so close i don't know maybe just people just had something they wanted to dig on you know mm-hmm. it's not to say yeah. it's completely different things you know and uh and a yeah. not not uh which made it kind of weird to see the towers a couple times in the movie and yeah. thinking it when i was oh watching him you know, yes. out yes. only 10 days later um and i can't imagine like you know kim you were in new york at the time it's not uh, a structure yeah. we get it's not something we want to get into at this point Ooh. but but it is it's <laughs> please, so please, let's close. Not. <laughs> to 9-11 and taking place in new york it almost seemed like oh you know yeah Yeah, i hadn't
1: hadn't thought about the the 9-11 collection connection only because again Mm -hmm. in my mind this movie came out in the 90s and not uh 2001 but yeah yeah Yeah.
2: Uh, but that's that's an interesting point i think there there is something to be said for context because uh, you know that in the immediate you know in the immediate aftermath you know culturally of nine eleven, I think the last thing people wanted to see was a, a frothy star vehicle with a prima donna just kind of doing her thing yeah. that was not you know that didn't have you know consideration for you know that that, that was kind of clunky and junky script wise and and just was not great mm-hmm. um I, I think that some knives some knives might have been out at kind of the frivolity of the movie, considering the time it came out. I, you know, we can speculate about this all night. It's kind of interesting to kind of pick around and, and contemplate the context of it. But I mean, there might be an element to that.
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely think there is compared to the, yeah, so the other really, really awful movies that came out around the same year that yeah. uh, that got slightly better better ratings. Yeah, I think my cat's coming in. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, for the people at home who can't see it, sorry.
1: Hi, um, Peely.
0: But yeah, it, uh, at the same time, the same week was out was, yeah, the, the Glass House came the week before. The winner that week was Hardball, In it's second week, uh, the Keanu mm. Reeves uh, film, you know, it was a little lighter. Yeah. Musketeer, Rush Hour 2, you know, Rat Race, Jeepers Creepers. Oh,
1: God, wow. Um, cool.
0: American Pie 2. So the things that did better than it that weekend, you know, were lighter movies.
1: Mm-hmm. More yeah.
0: comedic-based Thing besides, like, well, the others isn't comedic, but it's fantastic. But, uh, but here you have you can throw stuff at glitter. Also, coming out of the weekend is uh, the, the Omega Code 2 Medigo, but um, yeah, I'm amazed
1: how many of these movies I forgot existed too. <laughs> like, oh, my oh God. yeah, that was-
2: Oh, the Omega Code. I'm getting all misty-eyed. I saw that first run in the theater. <laughs> the Omega Code, too, I shit you not. I'm a Michael York fan. What can I say? Oh, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> and a Casper Van Deen fan. Mm. We should do a whole retrospective on Casper Van Deen because he's almost like, he, he's, he's, he's sort of his own human worst movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> except for starship troopers
1: i love starship Troopers. actually it's on my dvr right now because no, almost every time it's on i feel compelled to dvr it to watch later and i'm like or i could just one of these days buy the dvd but no it's more fun to find it on television
0: yeah it's, it's, it's a great flick <laughs> and the, great. yeah it's a wonderful uh, if, and if you are going to if you're going to if anyone wants to watch glitter after listening to this while it's streaming, it does have a rift tracks, which is how we watched it. You know, With the, with Mike Nelson and Mary Jo Peel, uh, which yeah. made it a lot more fun. Uh, cause they were ripping on kind of a lot of the same things that we were pointing out where plot doesn't go, why things mm-hmm. aren't this way. And, uh, that kind of helped a lot of my notes too. Uh, but, uh, um, <laughs> but also, yeah, I, I do. When it talks about Mariah Carey, I do want to give that note there, uh, where she was going through a watershed at this point. Um, she was, uh, she said later on that was probably like one of the worst times of her life while she was making this. Um, so I don't want to, she didn't do a good performance, but also I do want to note of of how she was going through hell personally as they made it. Um, well, so it might to be have fair, an effect in there.
1: She didn't give a good performance because she's not an actor. Yeah. I mean, she, her, she is a singer. She is not a singer who can cross over into acting. She is not a good actor because I've yeah. seen her do. She's done some of the Hallmark movies since then. She is still. And she was not pretty alright in
0: Precious, you know, not not great, but she was well, I okay. I forgot she was thing.
1: in Precious. There you go. Yeah. I forgot she was in Precious. She's not a good actor.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, her going uh, to essentially playing herself for yeah. most of it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. I mean, there is, and there are some singers that can make that crossover, obviously, yeah. and they're, <laughs> oh, you know, not him? every. Not every singer that has amazing, like, like charismatic stage presence is going to be able to translate that on, you know, on film, mm-hmm. uh, period. You're just, you're, they're just, it's just, it is a very rare bird that can really do both, you know? Yeah. And that's why I think, um, that's why I think uh, the uh, Star is Born remake uh, with Lady Gaga was kind of a pleasant surprise to a lot of people. Yeah, that was she fantastic film, sort sort She of an does animal, have acting you know? jobs, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, not going uh, to call it a fantastic
1: film, but she does good in it.
2: Yeah, exactly. I would agree. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, keep singing, Mariah. Keep singing. Mm-hmm. Don't don't quit your day job.
0: <laughs> but I do want to note a couple of the other oddities of of the film. I think why maybe it got where it did were uh, the weird scene transitions, especially at the beginning. A lot of the whiteouts, and then that weird fireworks change yeah. there's a couple other ones like that where it kind of just like fades in fades out um in odd connections that seem kind of like okay this seems a little off but mm-hmm. trying to do something you know that's I'll, I'll give them that but um and the kind of weird camera movements with the noises that went with it <laughs> i mm-hmm. already done serenity sweeps for anyone who's seen serenity but um yeah,
2: which he directed. Vondy Curtis Hall directed one episode of of uh, Firefly.
0: Oh, I was talking about the oh, you were talking about the other. Last year.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the crappy Serenity movie from last year. Sorry,
0: yeah, but he, right.
2: he did, yeah, you know, little trivia note. He directed an episode of Firefly and a lot of other TV. So there you go.
0: And a couple it of the weird the like speed view. ups and slow downs, and especially walking through the bar. Like there were there were moments. I don't know if he was trying to, you know trying to push through a scene or make something more visually interact, you know, visually interesting. It didn't work or uh first time director. Just try these things, but I don't know. Somebody- Cover
1: up some of the bad acting.
0: That too. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> if we speed it up, we don't have to have her speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, cause again, let's be, let's be real. It's not just Mariah who is not doing good acting in that movie.
0: <laughs> this
2: is true. It's, it's kind of bric-a-brac with a lot of not good acting. Yeah. Even people who know better, you know, I like, for example, one of the PR people is Anne Magnuson, who's, who's a character actress who's done a lot of really good stuff. She's also a very interesting musician who used to be in a band called Bongwater of all things. But uh, you know, she's been, she's been doing character roles for a long time now and she's done some very good work in a lot of stuff, but uh, she's playing a caricature here and she's playing it like a character. Mm-hmm. It, like like everyone else like almost everyone else in the movie pretty much is there you know i, I uh, yeah i don't know i i'm kind of exhausted as far as other things to talk about yeah, in regards to this movie you know
1: because there's not a most, lot of depth to yeah. like start you know unraveling with it, it exactly that uh, is what it is and
0: you got yeah. it and hopefully people who listen in to be like oh i love this movie i love Maya carry i'm gonna listen to this like so i can hate it hopefully hope you guys uh Honestly, yeah, we didn't uh, really rip too mad on it. Like, I think most of us are kind of lukewarm, <laughs> if anything, on it. Well, you know?
2: and, and the thing is, I think that even, even like, diehard Mariah Carey fans are not going to be able to argue with the fact that the script has kind of fallen short and that it's not a great movie, you know? Right. It, it gives the bare minimum requirement of what a Mariah Carey fan would want, which is a lot of Mariah Carey and some songs. For better or for worse, however, for that's worse. delivered, all that stuff is in there. So, well, you know,
1: it also doesn't mean I mean, I certainly love some movies that are not very good. Apologize for the sirens coming yeah. from my end. Um, <laughs> I mean, I look at like Halloween five, I fucking love Halloween five, and I know people hate on it. I don't care. I don't, I know it's not a good movie. I still love it. So, uh, just because something you can know something isn't good and still enjoy it so exactly. if you're somebody who loves glitter good for you love glitter
0: like i, I love yes. my bad movies and that's why yeah. i started doing this podcast is because exactly. I, I watch these and i like to talk about them even if it is kind of fun to rag on them sometimes and other times we're really like enjoy them uh as and sometimes we're like less- this
1: isn't as bad as as people think it is it doesn't deserve and, the label of being as bad a movie as it is exactly. and it I would, i
2: would you know agree with that in regards to glitter, I mean, it's, it's not a good movie by any measure, but God, there's so much worse. I mean, God, you know, I can't, I can't comprehend, you know, put this next to say septic man. <laughs> <laughs> or a week four episode. If you want to go back. To yeah. That thank you. Uh, a quick shout out plug to the previous episodes. Um, and there, it's no contest. I mean, this is like, you know, you know, this is, this is again, you know, it's inoffensive piffle that does what it's supposed to do
0: uh-huh. um
2: yeah you know i mean if it was if it was uh if it was a report card you'd give it like a c minus yeah that's c, that's c- minus
0: seems about about right you know yeah and you that, know as you know it's what probably is- a low-hanging fruit to kind of go after this movie and at the time and so why it ends up where it's at on on metacritic um which is how we base these i didn't mention at the beginning but if you listen this the first time I pick the movie based upon two, picking a random year from Metacritic, uh, met it from 2005 and now, and I mean, nine, 1965 and now, and I go and find the worst movie of that particular year, and that's what I base it on, rather than, oh, I hate this movie, let's talk about it, or this movie's notorious, you know. Um, and in this case, I watched it because I watched it, you know, but if I pulled up 2001, it would have been the second week normally. So, um,
1: get, but speaking I'm of not- that, I'm not angry that I watched this movie. What, what did yeah. we watch last week? I can't even remember. Haunting of Sharon Tate. I'm, I'm angry I watched that movie. I'm not angry I watched this movie. I'm yeah. angry I watched Haunting of Sharon Tate again, partially because I have an inability to remember anything about it each time I watch it. Because uh, I couldn't even remember I watched it. I was like, shit, what did what we watch movie? What,
2: what, what movie? What
1: movie? It was the second time I'd seen it. And that's Haunting of Sharon Tate, last week. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. that was
0: a week see, ago. We talked about that, Tony. It <laughs> leaves I'm no impression. I, I'm
2: joking. Believe it or not, I'm joking.
0: Um, but yeah,
2: it is. Yeah, it's it's icky and unmemorable. Somet- Did you just say sometimes? You're not. going uh, So edit I should it mention out. next
0: week's episode uh, before we wrap up for the day. Uh, so next week, I, I'm still going to delay Daddy Day Camp because um, I realized i looking at Metacritic that there is a new worst of 2020. Um, that we didn't talk about the previous worst 2020 that yeah, was Fantasy Island uh, but I do want to kind of keep up when think whatever the worst movie of this particular year is in this case 2020 I do want to kind of keep that active um, so pairing on Netflix last week with the average of 15 um, is the last days of American crime. So, the so next week I'll be watching all two hours and forty minutes of this.
1: Oh God! And Holy! <laughs> cow.
0: I don't know who will join me, but do uh, I hate we'll myself
1: it. that much? That's the question.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out as the week goes by if who I can bring in to watch this. Um, so, next week's episode will be the last days of American crime. This week was glitter. Uh, this is our eighth week. Uh, check on everything else at the worst movie of the year. Transistor <laughs> FM for previous episodes or on itunes or citybeat.com has everything on there along with everything else that we work on here because this is a you know second podcast for this group um mm-hmm. as we say goodbye everyone uh, you know say who we are again and where we can find anything that you're working on uh plug away my friends okay uh, i was
1: gonna say that's that awkward silence because yeah. we're not sitting at the table anymore uh what are we doing again? I'm saying my name and other things. Love like your shit. Okay. <laughs> all, my, all my shit. Uh, you can find me on at a lot of different places. I apparently podcast a lot now. Uh, I have a podcast called Ghoulish Tendencies that covers true crime and ghosts and legends and lore. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, whenever this comes out, this Wednesday I'm going to be guesting on Mystic Moon Cafe, which you can also find if you just search it. Uh, and look for my *Tea and True Crimes at Spooked in Seattle or classes that I'll be teaching virtually uh, in theater and apparently horror films and short films and screenwriting for at Youth Theater Northwest or Studio East. Woo!
0: All right, got all that. And we are also on, on the latest episode of Don't Read the Latin with Jennifer Love. Oh yeah, check I out. did that too. <laughs> Dude, you are all over the place. My
1: Welcome. God, I, 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 the, the amount of times the last few weeks I've had to say, I can't, I'm recording a podcast. It's obscene. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, well, um, I'm Tony, and I continue to be a freelance writer who contributes not only to the lovely lovelycityofgeek.com website, but also to thesunbreak.com, as well as uh, artisthome.org and i should have something up at one or both of those websites very shortly um and uh maybe even a little something here as well in in writing as well as yakking about bad movies and good movies and in between movies
0: and finally i am bob and uh also at City Geek, cityofgeek.com for everything that we are writing and talking about with our regular podcast you can find both this and that one at itunes uh, and on our youtube channel etc etc um <clears throat> you can uh, I'll, I'll be on the next episode of don't read the latin with Jennifer for yeah. check it out for other awesome horror people um and i think that's just this is what i do is i do these and i watch films for the crypticon film festival so crypticon will be in september so check that out as well
1: Um, Crypticon. if you're looking to get
0: that i I have nothing to do with this but if you're listening to this you want to get a lot of good horror shorts and features in the portland horror film festival is this upcoming weekend uh and it's all streaming you can get everything on there i'm gonna say that because i bought a ticket and i want more people to watch stuff
1: (laughs) i I didn't know they were doing it streaming so yeah it's completely streaming it's it's blocks
0: so uh
1: oh awesome yeah
0: <clears throat> so uh, really? so that was Twitter, uh, but you can find everything else that we worked on at, you know, at, at City of Geek, at Facebook.com, at City of Geek, at Facebook.com, slash the worst movie of the year, at Twitter, at worst underscore movie, and at City of Geek, and at uh, our regular website, the worst movie of the year. So uh, like, comment, subscribe, share us, tell us why we're wrong, and we'll see you guys next week with the last days of American crime.